<laughs> oh, you go ahead. Amber is the color of my vibes. Yeah, shout out to 311. Shout out to Vibes. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Vibes podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about <laughs> vibes and how vibes really make you feel. Uh, this is my co-host of the Five Years Late podcast. Uh, Jonathan, uh, tell them about yourself. What's your favorite kind of airplane? Uh, what's your favorite uh, food? Uh, uh, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's a good movie, man. It's such a good movie. Actually, I don't know. I, there's a few. It's Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It's a good movie. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Shout out to the Coen brothers. Um, what else? What, is, what are some other good movies? Um, I think we have different tastes. I, I kind of like... I, one of my favorite movies is Watchmen. I kind of like like giant political dramas, mm. but like sewn in with superhero and like action. That's kind of like it's, my vibes. So can I ask, do you like... Do you like Watchmen because you see yourself as uh, Dr. Manhattan? <laughs> is that why? No, 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 no. Just because, you know, no, you, no, have, no, you have talked about like... It, it's something because I, you know, I'm interested in politics. Obviously, yes, if you yes, yes. watch this, you know that I'm annoying. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah of course, of course. And a, yes, a yes. sort of theme that I see with Brandon, he's not like super interested in politics, but to the extent that he is, uh, his his uh, sort of interest in in politics and world affairs sort of universally revolves around a desire for world domination, a super villain esque <laughs> desire for completely unmitigated mm-hmm. control over yeah. the entire planet yes 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 a very um megalomaniacal mm-hmm. sort of worldview and what kind of, what kind of it seems as- like that you know it might be i don't know maybe maybe i'm psychologizing you but uh you know it seems like that may be why you're interested in in a watchman because I want to be Doctor Manhattan and rule the I, universe. That's my theory. I feel like I can't prove it, but I feel like that's too much power. I like, um, I like anonymity. I like being like invisible, but mm-hmm. also being seen. Okay. Know? And and that kind of like you want to be like Sia. Uh yeah yeah I guess that would be like my I or be like a, a baseball player. Oh yeah yeah you're yeah. like we super popular this. and like but like nobody really knows you. Or like, like one of those like. Uh, just you know the people that like steal from um like musicians and shit like all the people all of the like weird middlemen where it's the like weird middlemen you see in like recording labels where it's like not really clear what their job is or like what they do but they're rich for some reason yeah it's like i'm pretty sure your job is just to like steal no, from people no, i don't i don't want to be I, I okay if you're talking about like the anonymity of that is that like but not specifically that job yeah, yeah, yeah you're okay, not yeah, in the yeah. public eye yeah, in yeah real basically way. like that like that that's what i would want okay um like power wise you want to be like uh from the wizard of oz the you know oz the guy is it yeah. oz yeah it's oz. yeah you want to be that guy i ideally i i see i see the world in a way that i don't enjoy i mean we kind of talk about how like i kind of undersell like evil things mm. like how last podcast we were talking about nazis and i was like hey man yo that shit's fucked up that shit's kind of not <laughs> cool buddy <laughs> like you would have been working with like the uh, like the french resistance and like the the propaganda that you would be putting out would just be like yo these dudes low-key not cool some uh, kind of whack not cool stuff going on over there <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I just, I just, I, I have a lot of empathy and I, I just 
don't like seeing people being wrong you can't really do anything about it like yeah and like it's just kind of people with uh, way too much power and there's like dozens and dozens of these kind of people have power over like weird little sections of the planet mm-hmm. and they could just do whatever the fuck they want and then there's even richer people that control that manipulate larger situations and, just, and stuff like that and i just you know yeah it's it, actually like fucked it's really i would prefer if that's, that's that's the thing i, I kind of made fun of you uh at one point because you you said something similar like the the Nazi thing where you were kind of like last episode when we were talking about like Nazis and you were like, yeah, that shit's evil. And you had said something sort of similar about like the fossil fuel industry at one point. And I kind of made fun of it because it was just like a funny thing to say. Yeah, like, I, 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 I do do that. It's like that is all that can be said. It's fucking horrifying. And like, yeah, I mean, it's like super villain shit. Yeah, basically. Like what? It, it just sucks like that's all it is and then I, that's why i talk about like world domination all the time because like preferably i would just like that stuff to be like oh that's no more of that like I, that's, that's simple just, i think we could do it but then like that's only like the only two possible ways i can see that ever being like a realistic thing is if if it's through fear mm-hmm. which just forces everybody to not do anything bad but mm-hmm. then that's kind of like not really living i mean some people will like people like like on the the lower end of the totem pole like that aren't really affected by like grander things they kind of just live their life you know mm-hmm. like they they go to work they eat they take care of the family they go and they spend time with their family you know like those, yeah, they're like politically like, disaffected yeah those people kind of you know they're just gonna keep on living but the people that like actually wanted to change and like like they, they form committees and like oh we want this you know and then some people they they have a lot of like um they have like a lot of pride and like that 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 helps motivate them like makes them happy and stuff you know so people like that obviously wouldn't like that but i just mean like i wish or or, or this to my point is the the other thing is uh if everybody could just simply empathize more with other people because if you could then you would understand like why that stuff is not cool yeah i kind of agree i think like that's actually like a a good starting point for really developing any like um, you know, worthwhile political ideology is just sort of like prioritizing above all else the idea that like all human beings are inherently worthy of empathy and and um, compassion. Yeah, I think that's like a good starting point. Like beyond any like you know theoretical specifics and shit like that. That should be like the baseline motivation mm-hmm. for anybody with power. Yeah, that should be the thing it's, that it's like, like that simple. Like animates your behavior. Yeah, it should be like I want this because it will help these people. Yeah, exactly. But then I guess rich people can do that for other rich people. Like I'm just helping out my fellow rich man to get more yeah, money. And that's to be fair. That's kind of what we're dealing with right now. Yeah, that's that's basically what we're doing. Like, oh, I'm rich, you rich, he rich, him rich, I'm rich again. Disciple. I kind of think it's of it a, in terms it's of like, like Ouroboros. You know what that is? Ouroboros. I've heard that term. What does that mean? It's it's like a it's like this ancient thing. I've heard it from video games and some other stuff. But basically, it's this snake that's constantly eating itself, and it mm. it it doesn't die. Okay. So it's like it's three snakes that are connected in a circle, and that's just called Ouroboros. It's like a Mobius strip. Yeah, kind of. It just it doesn't die. It's like infinite. So that that's just what those guys are. But like yeah, you I, just think the next snake is their kid, and the next kid's feeding the other kid, and the other kid. They're like rich pedophile yeah. friend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I think cooling. like that. I I think like the the way to differentiate it is like like think of it in terms of like pursuing the greatest good for the like the maximum amount amount of people possible. Like yeah. how to alleviate suffering for 
as many people as possible. What, what would be the term for that? It's like idealistic? Like, like um, or what do you mean? Like, or just, just like, like describe. Well, the I mean, term for this way of thinking that, that I'm like, like I'm putting forth, like what, what would be like, and I, I've, I've heard other people talk about people that are thinking the way that I, I'm talking right now. And it's kind of like, like not realistic. Oh yeah. Well, there, yeah. It's Some like people a, will say it's like idealistic is one term or like, uh, you know, unre- just people will say there, it's unrealistic. There's a, there's a specific term I'm looking for that I feel like I'm not, I'm not hating, but it's, it's a close to idealistic. Like, oh, you, you, you have your ideals and you're stuck with them. Yeah. But I feel like, or the other, there'll people, there'll be people on the other side of the coin where I'm talking is like, oh, the world's shitty. It sucks for everybody. Like who gives a fuck? Like just, yeah, you, that's where a lot of know, people are, which is, it just sucks, man. Just yeah. like, I know I bring this, I bring up this book every fucking episode and it's so annoying, but, uh, Capitalist Realism by Mark Fisher talks about this, where people sort of lose hope in the prospect of a brighter future, of like a world that doesn't look like this. Like yeah. there's a, a sort of acceptance of like the current order and how shit works. You can't change it. And that's kind of where that thinking comes from. This like that idea of like, oh, you're being too idealist. You want everybody to have health care. That's too idealistic. Oh, it's not real. Yeah, like it's not it's realistic. It's not re- it's not like a reasonable request. I think a lot of that comes from that you have people obviously there's people who do have actual like like financial incentives to oppose things like universal health care and you know things that would um like help you know society as a whole. Um but a lot of people also don't necessarily have that and it's just that they've sort of had the idea of a hopeful future just like beaten out of them like everything is so fucking miserable and bleak that they're like yeah i guess this is just how it is i guess nothing we can do about it like if i if i really had like a genie wish like Mm -hmm. just like or just one wish it would either like to give like all of humanity more empathy or hope i feel like one of those two things will like give the other more power yeah i think empathy is probably the best like it's like I wish everybody had more empathy because I I know people or I've met people with little to zero empathy. Yeah. Like they can like can be very they can be like very cool and friendly with you. They can like make you fucking laugh really hard. Like they seem like they could be cool people, mm. but then like once you're turned, they'll say the most horrendous like disgusting shit that'll they just smear you, and yeah. like they just those just people they don't have any empathy. Like mm-hmm. just, it's just gone. I mean, there are people that like literally are mentally different. Like their brains function chemically like on a different level. So like they might not even have that. Like literally, like they don't have that ability. Like they don't have the empathy chip. Yeah, like real shit. Like that. That's a thing. But like, <laughs> yeah. If I if I really had one wish, like over like becoming like super famous or handsome or something, I think I think having you're that, already super famous and handsome. Yes, thank you. I don't I don't need any more. Really. I've, <laughs> I have a good life and but 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 if if everybody empathize more it's plain and simple the whole world will be better yeah it will literally instantly start affect because that means people will start empathizing for nature they'll start empathizing for the poor the rich will start caring more and probably start spreading their money more you know like yeah. the greedy people like in like like um, Maybe they just don't have that money in the first place yeah, they Maybe just, that money is is spread out more evenly, and then like you know the people that like building and working, they can still do that. Yeah, 
and like the people that like chilling and relaxing and just hanging out, they can do that if that's what they want. Yeah, you just want to chill. That's no. The, I, I mean, mean, well, genuinely, like we do actually like we produce too fucking much as a society. It's like not sustainable. What do you mean produce? Like, are you talking about like making more, shit? More people are making stuff. No, 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 literally making shit. Like making buildings and shit. Oh, making yeah. cars. We don't need boom. And you don't need that. <laughs> then, you, then you'll have more scientists because more people will want to help, meaning that they'll want to learn. Mm-hmm. And then it's just it's just like a domino effect. Yeah. I should write I a book. Think like, yeah, I mean, I, was, I actually let's, just let's finished. Book, man. There's, everyone should read Bullshit Jobs by David Graeber. Uh, this is sort of like – that's sort of like germane to what we're talking about right now. Oh, and like, germane. Yeah. You know, not J. Cole, but <laughs> Jermaine similar. Cole. Uh, I think like – like that is actually sort of like producing less, getting people to work less is I think probably like one of the most important things for like a more hopeful future. Cause I think what, like one of the things that makes people so fucking miserable is that your entire life, you are like, everything is either work or sort of revolves around work or has to like yield to work. Like your job dominates every fucking moment of your existence. And it's like not how we're meant to live. I feel like it, it robs you of any sort of like freedom and, and like leisure time. And you need that to like actually enjoy things and have any sort of like higher appreciation for the world around you and for relationships and, and you know, hobbies and passions and shit like that. Yeah, and spe- specifically hobbies, like like the past two years, like I know the world's been kind of shitty and I feel like we've mm-hmm. talked about this on the podcast a couple times. Oh, I know I have, but like like just simply being able to do things that I just want to do. Just for like, fun. Just, just for fun has increased my levels of happiness to places that I, I have not really been before. Like, like just like kind of like sitting around and chilling and like not really doing much because I'm tired from work or like having a day off and like, like literally this past uh, Monday, like I've been, I, I don't know if I ever talked about this on podcast. I think I might have mentioned it like Gundams. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, okay. So I've been wanting to build. Do you finally get around to I, it? I started building my fucking Gundam, yeah. man. And, and I remember that, that Sunday I, after we came back, I just didn't do anything. I was just like bumming around because I was so exhausted from the weekend. Mm-hmm. But then like at the end of the day, I was kind of just sad. I was like, I didn't really do anything today. I feel like it was a waste of the day. So Monday, I just dedicated to doing things like like that, like kind of made me feel good. Yeah. So I built my Gundam. Like I, I did some like I worked out. Like I started planning for some stuff. Like and if more people were just able to do those like fun little hobbies it would they would just be happier would but you can't do that if you have to fucking work 40 plus hours a week just to live in a place yeah exactly which just fucking you sucks know what's actually i kind of thought of because we're we're gonna talk about something uh a little bit after this and this is sort of related but like you know what people like talk about like cancel culture and stuff like yeah, that yeah um specifically in terms of like comedy for example mm. i think like something interesting about that is like the reason cancel culture like i have you know made my fear, feelings like clear about this I, I don't think it's a very useful term but like you know the reason that like being canceled quote unquote is a big deal is because you are selling a product like you're taking you know comedy which is fundamentally a form of art and you're turning it into a product that is subject to the whims of the market yeah and like 
because of that, because we live uh, in a world where you have to like sell shit in order to survive and you can't just like do things for fun. We don't have time for fun. That's why you have to like panic about like cancel culture or whatever, because it's not it's no longer just a hobby. It's no longer your art form. It's no longer a passion that you enjoy that makes you happy. It's a product that you're trying to sell to make a living. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe shit wouldn't be as bleak if we didn't have to fucking think of everything in those terms. Like if we didn't have to think of everything in terms of productivity and and making a profit and making a living, I think like people would be a lot less fucking miserable and probably have to worry about a lot less shit. Damn, this this is a deep podcast. (laughs) We're really going in. I think we should talk about just... The reason I brought up the cancel culture thing also was because uh, we saw the GOAT live. Yep. Me and Brandon yep, went to yep, Vegas yep. this weekend and we saw Dave Chappelle live. Oh, which my was God. a fucking incredible it experience. Was, it was a phenomenal. Dave Chappelle is my favorite comic brilliant. of all time. It like it was great. It, it was, was incredible. So good. It was so good. Um, the band that was playing the whole time, the, they were the Roots. Yeah, that was the Roots. Okay, the okay, Roots. Okay. It was very tight. When we got, we actually got there like a tiny bit late. So when we were like heading to our seat, Donnell Rawlings was like getting off stage, and then Jeff Ross came on. Jeff he, Ross he actually kind of killed it. He, yeah, he Jeff pretty, Ross did surprisingly he well. He was pretty fucking funny. I, I've like watched him like at the roast and shit like that, and I've never thought he was very funny. But his stand-up set was actually his really set was pretty good. good. It, it, he did it, it had a nice flow to it and great. everything. There, that that is an art. Yeah. Also, you know, this is like a minor thing, but you know, it was like a like a I would say like I don't know if majority, but at least half black room. And for like it's kind of weird white dude with you know questionable shit to say for him to kind of like you know have the whole room on his side like that yeah very impressive he, that was, yeah he did he did very well he and did very very well I loved him Donnell Rawlings came back out introduced the Roots the Roots did a set Dave Chappelle why did he he so at one point during the Roots set uh, Dave Chappelle came on stage uh, wearing a suit. And then said something Why to Black Thought, and then they performed uh, "Creep" by Radiohead. Yeah, with Dave singing. He just said he he literally came up and he's like, "Just give me one chance. I've always just wanted to be a rock star." <laughs> and he, I mean, he it was pretty cool. It was it a was cool fun. Moment. We yeah, sang yeah. along with Dave Chappelle. Everybody sang along with him. It was very tight. I would do that if I was like. And then he was like, he was just vibing. He was he had his cigarette. Yeah, he, was chilling. And he was just like fucking. And we were seeing all together, and it was it was pretty cool, honestly. Okay, I want to say also, Dave Chappelle went through like his set wasn't that long; it was like an hour set, and he went through a whole pack of cigarettes. Yeah, he did. He, would, he was like he was smoking like, the whole fucking time. <laughs> like, I thought you were gonna start grab vaping. another one. You just keep going. He just Jesus he just Christ. kept pulling, and then I kept I kept getting distracted because the couple in immediately in front of me they kept talking about it. Like yeah. the, guy, the guy in front of me, he kept like, he's like, look, look, look. Okay. So now he grabs it, right? He's not even pulling the whole thing. He's doing half of it. He, the, he was just so focused on him. And then it was distracting me from jokes and I was getting I wonder, frustrated. Wait, can I bring up the other couple that was a row in front of them? To the right? There was a dude. It was like an Asian dude who was like. Asian dude? Yeah, he was Asian. No, he was not. Yeah, he was like uh, Indian. You're tr- you're tripping, bro. He absolutely was. He was not. I literally I looked at him. I saw him close. I looked at his face. 
We went to college together. The guy that was with that girl with the, the 80s hair? Yeah, he was with a uh, sort of light-skinned girl. And when the Roots started playing, he was showing out. Yeah, he, he was, was really, like, he was putting on a show he, for her. I think he was like grinding in the air a couple yeah. times. Like He was going was really on. And yeah. I respect that. I respect, you know, just really. His energy was, was at times. A I don't, little much. I, it was a little much, but like, I don't, I don't want to ever shit on somebody else's vibes. For me personally, it was a little much, but like no disrespect to that clear. guy. He was trying to, he was like trying to like put on a show for her, which I respect. I, I do respect that. I would have done the same. Yeah, Brandon was gonna do. There was a lot of like aunties in the crowd, like a lot of like. <laughs> I was both me and Brandon were and both we, we giving got, a lot of we second looks. Types. There was there was a lot of uh, uh, very pretty like older black women in the crowd, <laughs> and you know me and Brandon both rubbing our hands together, <laughs> doing the doing the light skin like lip that. bite and shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna... Hey, our boy, our Brandon, boy. Uh... Brandon's in trouble with the audience. Our boy, the mattress. Let me see if you can connect that. The mattress. What's another name for a mattress? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. All, All right, right. Home... we're 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 talking about a a homie of ours. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. He, he had me doing the. Can you hold my mic? Absolutely, absolutely. I love that guy. He had me doing that. Hey, you were there. You remember that? That yeah, was funny. Was, you know, the DJ. Really good. It was a good trip. The DJ set was very. It was very cute. Like they had the screen in the middle, and it was just like playing jams. Except I don't know. At one point, they started playing like very white. They like they played uh, uh, Sweet Caroline. Sweet, but yeah. everybody was singing. Yeah, everyone was going off, but it was very cute because they would play these songs from like the like the nineties, uh, early two thousands, and they would just zoom in on like like black girls dancing, having a good time. It was very very sweet. Yeah, very cute. It was a good. It was a good. Very time. fun show. It was a very good show. I think like this is this is definitely. Uh, if any of you guys seen Inside Out, I I have a couple of new core memories up in there. I'm feeling really good about myself. <laughs> yeah, I had to push out some other ones that weren't as valuable. <laughs> It's just like your first birthday. Yeah. If you're a dad, if you're a dad, it'd be more funny. Like, oh, my child's birth. Who, who the fuck is that, dude? And he's just like my son. And who the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like you know, how, like they like a meme is just like to have a kid. They'll they'll clone the the person like on the like through Photoshop and they'll just shrink them. Yeah, that's just like what your son is. Just like. Oh, that would be fucked up. I mean, that would kind of make sense. I I do have kind of like a no, no, no. To be fair, look to me when you were when you were younger, you you were built like a linebacker, my guy. I know. I have just naturally like even before I was like big, my shoulders were still this size. Yeah, <laughs> like, my my boy was like constantly just flexing on people. <laughs> well, I went. I had to, uh, you know, flex on one of the homies real quick. When we got to the room, I had to give him the like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was popping. Yeah, he was just asserting his dominance. Yeah, for me. I was, I was, uh, classic, I basically like went in there and like pissed everywhere to like mark classic, my territory. Classic male, male stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, that's just some guys. Me stuff. and him were both being alphas. <laughs> I think that's what that is. It alpha or sigma? That's like the top. Uh um. Okay, so I I would when I was younger, I would like I was just reading up on that stuff because like I was a little I was a little bitch boy when I was young, you mm-hmm. know. I was like, oh, I got this, I'm a little <laughs> fucker, Brandon. But um, basically through my my research, um, the top the tippity top is a an alpha, and you got betas and the other different types of personalities. Mm-hmm. The 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 a similar type of personality to an alpha, but that doesn't have the the dominating like aggressiveness of the alpha is the sigma. Wait, where is uh sigma? <laughs> 
You're not going to bait me like that. What the fuck I look like? I'm not doing that. If any of you guys almost got baited, <laughs> don't get baited, okay? Fuck. How are you going to bait me? You Ooh. know what? It's, I think I would have got you if I didn't start smiling. <laughs> if I didn't start laughing before I even yeah, finished I think, it. I think I almost got I, You almost got me, man. I okay. think I would have got you. I should try that on someone else. I have work tomorrow. I'll do it to my boss. I, I'm going to try it at work, too. I'll try that shit. You but, should be able to um, like, sexually harass your boss. If he's a man, that's what I think. Just slap his ass? Not like that. Just like verbally. Just ver- I do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What are, Me and my boss is, constantly are, are clowning each other, I have though. Like we really go weird, in. I have one of those weird jobs. I don't know who my boss is. I was. I remember I was like filing for unemployment at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, and it had like the, you know, it has the shit where it's like employer's name, yeah. employer's phone number, yeah. and I was like, nigga, I don't know. There's a bunch of people who I like- Report to? Like report to, yeah. Like there's people who I'm like, okay, if I don't know what to do in a situation, I go to these fucking people. Yeah. I don't know who's technically in charge. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a bunch of people who, you know, that could technically be- there's one dude who's like not in charge, but everyone treats him like he is because he's like an old, like scary dude. That's fair. That's Which fair. I think like that is the alpha that energy is, right there. Yeah, kind of. He's like an old uh, Mexican dude. Yeah. Who just never smiles. He's like that type of guy. He's like very large, like very just a big broad dude, and he's like six two. Oh. He's he looks like uh. If you were like meeting a pretty girl's dad, you would be like, okay, this is probably what her dad looks like. I feel like I feel like for the for the short kings out there, you gotta like at least get some tattoos and just like casually walk around in a white beater. I think it's only if you're a certain level of short. I think we're not short enough where we have to do that. But I think when you get into like like five five and below territory, you gotta get tattoos, tattoos, maybe an eyebrow piercing. Maybe a gun. Yeah, you just gotta seem like he doesn't care. He'll yeah, still, exactly. he'll, he's still, he'll, he'll still kill hurt you. you. He'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm t- like, I think we're both basically like as tall as you can. Sp- you, we're like the tall, the tallest short you kings. can be, but with, like that's such still a, being considered such short. A guy thing. No, but we're the tall ones. <laughs> we're the big ones, dog. I don't it's know. like I'm right below Magnum size. Like I'm almost there. <laughs> like I'm not small. Like I'm right. I'm almost Magnum, bro. <laughs> that that's very much uh, uh toxic masculinity. Yeah, right fellas, don't uh don't kid yourself with the <laughs> you don't want a girl to the saying you were wearing the uh boot cut condoms. Damn. You don't want that. Just you know treacherous. Just, just just like what Kendrick Lamar always says, you know, sit down, be humble. Be humble. Exactly. And you know, he's also a short king. Yeah, but he's like a real short. He's Ke- like five six. Kendrick feels huge though. Yeah, he's like a very like powerful voice. Yeah, really. I, is That's a good thing. Is everybody in TDE like short? Because Schoolboy's like five six. I saw Isaiah Rashad live, and I think he was like five three. He was a tiny little dude. Damn. But they're all tight. That's what's up. That's good. <laughs> hey, we need more representation. More short king representation. I respect that. Yeah, that'll be like the next thing. Like um. Right now, you know, we're, we've, you know, in the last few years, we've made a lot of strides with like, you know, representation of like people of color, mm. women, mm. gay people, gay trans people. people. Trans people. Uh, now we need to address the most oppressed group in this country, <laughs> niggas under five, six. That's the most oppressed you can be. 
it's like damn black but to be fair we have the, the, we have the benefit of uh potentially living longer because your heart had um does not have to push blood further out from your body technically the taller you are the higher the chance that you're gonna die earlier oh really yeah you're like a great dane basically because you're you have only one heart the, it doesn't matter how big you are the heart's roughly the same size like across the board of all people you know what's, wait this is only kind of related but you know what's fucked up you know octopi only live like a year and a half what isn't that fucking tragic? Like, it, it's fucked up because it's like, you know, like a dragonfly only lives like a week and a half, right? Yeah. And it, But it's like, okay, you look at that and you're like, okay, that doesn't have any fucking higher brain function. But like an octopus, it's like you look at that and you're like, I don't know, they might have like religion. Like yeah. they, they have like a higher brain, yeah. like yeah. a higher brain function, like probably akin to like primates. Yeah. But they only live a year and a half. Imagine having that type of self-awareness and then you die as at like toddler age. Not That's even awful. toddler, like yeah, barely even, passing toddler. Wait, actually, me and Jamie just talked about this. Toddler is apparently one to three. What? Yeah. I thought it was two to three. Three is a toddler? Yeah. One's a toddler? Mm-hmm. Nice. Good. Get on you I'm guys. I'm a toddler. We're both toddlers, like emotionally. That's fair. That's Mentally. That's fair. Do you want to uh, talk a little bit more about the, the young Dave Chappelle? Yeah, so his... His sets are really good. Actually, the like when he was talking about his his trans friend, mm. that shit was crazy. Like <laughs> that shit was crazy. Like, yeah. just quote me on that. That shit was oh, crazy. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Everyone watching this will probably see it eventually. I think it's like uh, he's probably working this out for a special down the line. Um, so I don't know. In like a year or so, watch out for whatever special he releases. You'll probably figure out what we're talking about. Yeah. But yeah. I don't oh, know. Let's not really spoil that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why we, I, you're kind of not. That's why they like uh, take your phone and shit. Yeah. yeah. They don't want you yeah, to like. Then he said. <laughs> yeah. We're going to cancel Dave Chappelle. Um, no, but I we should actually cancel Donnell. I, I'm, I think it's fine to talk oh, about this. We Donnell the Rawlings. Short guy? Yeah. Donnell Rawlings. Wait, no. If, short, the shorts guy. The sh- shorts. Yeah. Donnell Rawlings. For those of you who don't know, if you oh ever watched Dave, if you ever watched the Chappelle show, Ashy Larry. Ashy Larry. Yep. And also the guy who goes, I'm rich, bitch. That guy came out and did, he did a set initially before Jeff Ross, and then he came out to introduce Dave, where he did, he came out to the song WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, that was pretty dope. And then he got on stage to actually do stand-up, and he was doing a bit about the song WAP that ended up lasting 15 minutes because he kept interrupting himself to make fun of this just poor poor white dude in I don't the front know what, row. I don't know what this guy was this thinking, poor man. man I yeah I, he was, I he don't was know asking for but it he like, was, yeah he really what, was he really was asking man for was it. like I'm a not, white I'm, a I'm, white man I'm, in the, the front row of a Dave Chappelle show for one thing but front also row, wearing like he could he can touch the stage yeah, he if he got up a little bit he could adapt up any of the comedians if he wanted to but he was wearing little shorts like 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 up ball he, height like up here man like ball height like one of those where if you like you know like like reach up to grab something your dickhead will pop out he was wearing those types of shorts yep and yep. then a oxford shirt that was a little too big for him with the fucking cufflinks undone the top button on the collar undone he looked too comfortable he like looked, if you woke up and you're about to eat some cereal that's what this guy was dressed for you know what he looked like it's like this the scene in like uh movies where um like they like the couple fucks but like they're you know they're old fashioned so the dude's wearing a suit and then the girl's wearing like the man's fucking shirt yeah 
he looked like that. He looked like he just got some like 1950s dick. Yeah. And he was in the front row and Donnell Rawlings took a lot of like the set the joke probably was like a 3 minute bit about yeah. how you know I don't, you know, basically the bit was like, you know, there's a line, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring. And the bit was basically like, you know, I need some of that dry ass pussy. Yeah. I need that, you know, made you meatloaf with this dry ass pussy. That is a good bit, but he spent about 15 minutes just. It was a long time, man. Viciously, he, like, tearing he, into this poor this guy Yakubian was man. Mad. He was tight. He was just. He was at, tight about it. At the it. end of it, he was the whole, the whole goddamn set, the rest of the set after, because me and my friends kept looking at him, and he was just like this. Straight, back straight, not a single laugh. And I, I get it. He got flambéed in front of everybody. Just the whole time, bro. The whole time. The other thing was that was bad. In that group, there was a group of white people in the front row that he was a part of. Yeah. And there was some white woman, some like e-girl looking white woman. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. during Donnell Rawlings set, he was doing a bit about rock music that was building up. So we kept saying things in a increasingly like cartoonish fashion, like a uh, a metal band no, vocalist, more like more like Blink One Eighty Two style, yeah, like that like, type of thing. Where like, are you? Where are you? Yeah. Like that like type that kind of thing. Of, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, he yeah. goes to this white woman. He like zooms in on her, and he points the mic to her, and he goes, "Can I ask you a question?" And she goes, "Yes." And he says, "Can you answer it honestly?" She says, "Yes." And he goes, "Have you ever had any BC?" And he's like, "You know what BC is?" <laughs> I don't know. And he go, he like leans back like he's in fucking Creed, and he goes, "Black cock." Yeah, he did it for a minute. And the the, the shorts guy yeah, tried yeah. to he, intervene. He tried to save her. He's he like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, sit down. Don't do it. Don't do no. it. Please, Jessica, no. He tried to intervene. Oh, my God. And he was too late. He couldn't save her. Jeez. He couldn't save her from the black cock. Crazy thing is, when, <laughs> when we were leaving, when we were driving out, we saw him. Yeah, I was like, hey, it's my man Shorts. It's the Shorts guy. It was my man Shorts. He we didn't say said hi. something to him. We try- Well, Gil tried. No, he didn't. He didn't put down the I window. I snitched on him. This is exactly what he was talking about. Our friend, we, we God, look, I didn't harass him. I just it was like, look, hey, look, it's my man Shorts. We try not to say people's names, but I, I, in this situation, it's fine. Yeah, it's not illegal. In this situation, is fine. Okay. I didn't talk about like but the like, guy if, that if we're talking killed. about messy shit, stuff like yeah, that. Obviously, like, yeah, 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 obviously, obviously, I have, it is obvious. I have some. That's, tact that's why sometimes, for God's it's sake, it's like, oh, that was obvious. You shouldn't say the name. To be fair, in in. It's not just on him. I'm the one that edits, and I never bleep out anything. So is it because I'm lazy? I don't know. Me and both Brandon are above both all else messy bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a little endearing. more of this guy than me. Mind I like to business. stay out of the drama. You know, I just like to stay to myself, just quiet, Yeah, Brandon peaceful. has gone without any drama for a whole year and two months. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's directly because of something I've done, it's been a long time. It's been like six days. Family drama. There's definitely been family drama, but there's always family drama. It's like an ABC. Yeah, yeah. But but personally, like me doing things like causing drama. No, no, no. There hasn't been any for a good couple of years now. I would feel at least over two years. You agree with me, Jamie? Give me a thumbs up. 
Yeah, we got a thumbs is, up. That's oh, I actually got the thumbs up. Yeah, I'm proud nice. of you. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah but uh, shout out to Shorts. Um, I hope you like didn't uh, kill yourself after that. And that was the, there was that just, looked brutal. There was just an assault on the on our our uh, our white brothers. Um, oh yeah, there was a there was another the, white yeah, guy who was like the, a heckler. This like drunk belligerent. Yeah, he just kind of fat dude. He just screamed because like Dave Dave was like coming off the end. Of a, of a setup of a joke so there was a slight slight lull and then you just hear this dude like in the far right and he goes fuck you Dave Chappelle no well it was also what was great about it was it was very like theatrical it was like fuck you Dave Chappelle yeah, I was it like, was, like was, that. That a, was that a fucking ghost what the fuck who the fuck said that it like reverberated in a really weird, unnatural way. He kind of he had a carry the uh, carry the the Larry the Cable guy kind of vibe. Like that's the kind of yeah, white yeah. guy. He was. Imagine me but white. <laughs> he had that build, just like just big, just like this kind of dude. And he really said it with his chest, like yeah. like one of, one of the he, boys pointed that out. He, you could it hear really, it through the whole fucking theater. It really it reverberated everywhere. Shout that, out to my man. Shout out to this. He should sing opera. Uh, the whoever designed that theater, good on you. Cause like yeah, the, holy shit, it, that, the sound waves were going through. It was crystal clear, dude. Beautiful. He really, that guy's got a good voice. Just shout to him. <laughs> but Dave Chappelle, like, genuinely wanted to know like what this guy's issue was. So he said, uh, "I wait." Well, he was like, "I wasted my money," and then Dave Chappelle, oh, yeah, he's like, "I wasted my money coming here." And Dave, Dave, like, walked as close as he could off the stage. He was like, "What's?" What's the problem? But then all a lot of the fans were like, obviously they love Dave Chappelle, so they kept they kept trying to like shut the fuck up, man. Blah blah blah. Get yeah, the fuck I'll out. say one of our uh, one of our friends that was there at yeah, the I was show with us. Smack him. I was like, Dave said going, not to fuck talk. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, and I was like, nigga, like Dave said to shut he's, up. He's trying to talk to him, but yeah. hey, you know who you fucking are. You yeah, should have not bitch. said shit. I'll kick I, your I'll ass. I'll almost say your name this time. We should jump him. Oh. Well, don't Invite do him to get Don't like ramen or something. My boy no, we should jump him. Don't do that. He asked us politely not to say shit. You're part of the problem, buddy. <laughs> I get actually yeah, mad about it. Should kick you out too. No, but um, yeah. So basically, Dave was actually trying to figure out like I I don't understand what the issue is. Can you please explain it to me? Like he was really trying to, but then the guy was just like, and then he, his I think it was his brother because he kind of looked like him. Because oh they, oh we know what this guy looks like because they just straight put the cameras on him and yeah. there's a bunch of giant TVs up in that bitch obviously. And the brother was like, oh, let's go, let's go. And he was like, oh, fuck off me. And he had a girl and there was one other girl. I think, I think. that was his wife. It was probably his wife. And that then Dave Chappelle just started going like, ah, fuck you, get the fuck out. He already, no, he said, um, he's like, oh, you you better not try and come up here. Because he I'm going to get the goons on your ass. Like, the goons are up front. You will get fucked up. <laughs> he did say that. And then basically he just got, Dave got to the point was like, get him the fuck out of here. And he's like, oh, we got the police. We got security. Yeah, he was, as he was being taken away, he was like, uh, yeah, it's that white nigger right there. <laughs> it was good, man. Was, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here with your basic ass bitch, too." Yeah, he's, he That's, I'm just quoting with, what David. You gotta go home with that regular bitch. <laughs> it was so to- it's such yeah. a toxic. Oh, what's such oh, the, a toxic the guy environment? Said, um, he said, "Oh, oh he wipe said, my ass, wipe your ass with my money." That's what he said. Bizarre. And then and then Dave literally pulled out like a like a stack of cash. He just straight went like, "Oh, is this your money?" Th- yeah, that he exactly. really killed it. He handled that very well. It felt yeah. it felt Dave fake. Ch- Dave Chappelle is like, I feel like he just comes. He just does like stand up at this point just to like let niggas know he still got it. 
I'm glad, man. Like, I can still do this shit. He's he's strong, too. He's a like big. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that he's buff now. It's weird. I, I like him better like this. It, it gives him more, like, he's more imposing. Like, as as a goat, like, it's better that he's big like that. Because it's not like, oh, he has bodyguards to defend him. It, you you feel like he'll he's going to jump in with the bodyguards. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It's yeah. like why, like, like, LeBron always dominates, like, the goat conversation right now rather than Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That yeah. makes sense. Steph Curry, you need to get some more me in them. But you got to get some biceps on that. You really do. Yeah. You're, uh, you got to be a little scary. Probably, you know, Steph Curry is, like, the best, like, probably the most famous scrambled egg colored man uh he's in the world he's very good but like it's you can't deny that he's he's not good yeah he's, he's one good. of the greatest he's gonna go down as like one of the greatest of all time but uh i did want to say just not a, not even necessarily about uh uh like dave Chappelle or the show or anything uh las vegas is a fucking awful city <laughs> it is one it, they should just get they should use it for like nuclear tests like a, as a like a nuclear test site just get rid of it. Is it just because it was hot, man? It was fucking hot. And it's also like, I don't know. It's such a bleak place. Like, you know the feeling we were talking about earlier? Like where people feel like bleak and hopeless and yeah. they feel like you know, nothing's like better. That. Vegas is like that. It's like where that feeling originates. I'm I'm be honest with you. I feel like Vegas is kind of like, I don't want to say on the up and up because I don't like that term, but I feel like that's the term I want to say. What do you mean? Uh, more people are moving there and kind of like the vibe of the city is going to slowly start changing. Those will Maybe. be the casinos, which is well, the yeah, fucking yeah. I know like East Vegas. I had like friends who worked... Um, we like went to go work in East Vegas, like for the Bernie they campaign. Should just, they should do what um uh what's what's that super Bali? No, in 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 like India or the Middle East or something. The super rich pace, Dubai. Dubai. Shout out to the United Arab Emirates. I think Dubai. They're the, um I. Yeah, I they're gonna have you know, slaves in no, Vegas. No, 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 no. They're 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 making a giant super city slash mall. Have I ever talked to you about this? Yeah, and I think I talked a, about it last year, right? Saudi Arabia also. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's like a giant like plus sign that's like in a dome. It's sealed. There, there's a base level where it's like shops, like a mall, and then you go up, and then there are apartments and condos and and houses, stuff like that, and then there's a whole underground like parking lot, like like chasm that you could go through and there's like bullet trains there's a theme park it's freaking crazy and they're literally building this in the middle of the desert and it's gonna be run by like miles of solar power and it's gonna have like this new air conditioning technology that like mimics wind remember we were in the um um before we went to the aquarium what what yeah. what the Mon Moncala Bay, Mon well, no, that's not right. Uh, Mandalay, 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 yeah, Bay. Yeah, yeah. Mandalay, Mandalay Bay. Bay. It literally felt like they had like wind, like it felt yeah. like wind, and then that's 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 the kind of thing they're gonna go for. Saudi Arabia is so tight. We need more um, like inbred leaders. Is that is that you want? Yeah, a lot of the you uh, want to like die on that hill. Like that's something you. Yeah, wanna, I think so. I want to go tight. like 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 on record. Yeah, Saudi Arabia seems like a cool place to live. <laughs> I think it would be cool to get... Well, we uh, got plenty of that here in America, brother. Like, public crucifixions. <laughs> we talked about before the show... <laughs> before we started recording, I Damn, talked about... going to out me like that? He didn't notice. Not, Good job, not Jamie. Being, Jamie. Uh, my distaste for being called brother in that voice. I did it on purpose. 
is racist. Um, I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to slowly start closing out this podcast. But uh, I, I just want to say, uh, I love this man, and uh, and I love uh, this man. We're getting married. We're gonna get married soon. Also, if you uh, if you're inbred, if you're you know nope, your parents or brother and sister, he says run for office. Nope, don't know about That's that. That's what we hear. Don't no no. At five years late, him LLC. Here. Him here him would here. like to endorse him, him as an individual. Any. Any product of incest no, for president. Any no, none of that. That's this week's show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, the, I I don't condone anything he says, but uh, peace out. Uh, follows us on the twitters and stuff. Uh, we'll, it'll be at the bottom down here somewhere. And uh, peace out, deuces. Bye bye. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs>